This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thank you for joining us for our daily Bible study. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 15. If you'll come back every weekday, we're going to work our, work our way through the entire New Testament. Luke chapter 15. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming close to him to hear him. The Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. He told them this parable, Which of you men, if you had one hundred sheep and lost one of them, wouldn't leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that was lost until he found it? When he has found it, he carries it on his shoulders rejoicing. When he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I tell you that even so, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who need no repentance. Or what woman, if she had ten drachma coins, if she lost one drachma coin, wouldn't light a lamp, sweep the house, and seek diligently until she found it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the drachma which I had lost. Even so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner repenting. Heaven is not satisfied uh, as long as there is a lost person that needs to be saved. We can sometimes become comfortable with our immediate families or even our church families being right with God. But consider the perspective of the shepherd. What shepherd would be content to lose his flock one at a time because most of them stayed with him? Or who would be content to lose a a drachma coin today would be like two days labor. It was the, the price of two days wages in that day. Uh, to lose two days worth of earnings and, and not even look for it, just be content with the fact that they had retained most of what they had. None of us would be that way, and neither is the Lord. Jesus went seeking the lost. The Pharisees murmured because he welcomed sinners, but that's because they didn't understand that this was the very reason that he had come. And he came to see sinners repent. We, we cannot overstate the importance of repentance. Even the angels of heaven rejoice when just one person sincerely turns to God and turns away from their sins. Verse 11, he said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, father, give me my share of your property. So he divided his livelihood between them. Not many days after, the younger son gathered all of this together and traveled into a far country. There he wasted his property with riotous living. When he had spent all of it, there arose a severe famine in that country, and he began to be in need. He went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed pigs. He wanted to fill his belly with the husk that the pigs ate, but no one gave him any. But when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare, and I am dying with hunger. I will get up and go to my father and will tell him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. He arose and came to his father, but while he was still far off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. 
The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf. Kill it and let's eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Then they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field, and he came near to the house. As he came near to the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the servants to him and asked what was going on. He said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and healthy. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and begged him. But he answered his father, Behold, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed a commandment of yours. But you never gave me a goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this your son came, who has devoured your living with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. He said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But it was appropriate to celebrate and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. The prodigal made foolish decisions, but worse than that, he sinned against his father. He was unholy, unthankful, disrespectful, and this path that he was on led him to a place of desperation. When he was there, though, he came to himself, and when he did, it humbled him. He determined that he was going to leave the life that he was in. That's an example of repentance. And we see his humility because he went and pled with his father. No longer was he making demands, but he was willing to just be a servant. To his surprise, his father, when he first saw him, was moved with compassion and came to meet him. Very similar to how the shepherd carried the sheep on his shoulders. If you're making your way back home, you won't have to go all the way by yourself. But the Lord will meet you along the way. The father ran to greet him. And he not only accepted him, but he restored him. The son was coming with the idea that he would beg to just be a servant. But the father didn't need another servant. No amount of servants could replace the void left by a son. And so the father dressed him in the finest robe and then placed a ring on his finger. And most likely this was the signet ring of the family, the official seal or stamp. And then he killed the fatted calf and prepared a banquet or a party to celebrate. When this happened, the older brother was envious. Why would you celebrate someone that's done all these things wrong that he has done? And again, you can see um, the analogy here with the Pharisees. What about me? I've been faithful. The father explained the blessing that the older brother received. He said, you, you're always, you've always been with me and all that I had is yours. He, he had the father's presence and the father's possessions and resources at his hand. The celebration was not to celebrate what the prodigal had done, but simply that the prodigal was restored, that he was alive, that he had been found. And so we're going to pray right now. And if you're not where you need to be with the Lord, we're going to pray that the Lord would bring you close to himself and also that the Lord would help us to have a heart for the lost and to love people back to Christ. Let's pray together. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. I ask you if there's anyone that's listening to this podcast who isn't right with you, that they would find your mercy, that you would run to meet them where they're at and let them know that you've called them to be your son and your daughter. I also pray, Lord, that you would give us a heart full of compassion, that we would love sinners, that we would love people who've walked away from the truth and we would 
love them back home. We pray it in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join me again tomorrow for another podcast.